Hello there, my name is Jill Renee Feeler and welcome to this podcast. Let's start by taking a couple nice deep breaths. Our intention today is to offer you a remembering of a way of being that was and is much less restricted, much more open to various scenarios and possibilities, not just various scenarios of you and what you are, but open to the varying and widening scenarios of what is happening in your reality and what can happen in your reality. There is such a natural temptation of humans, no matter what is going on, to try to come up with a nice, neat, little, and oversimplified, so little being an important word there, a little and oversimplified narrative of what is going on, or even what has gone on. And it's it's unfortunate. It it squashes your energy field into a tighter ball where there is less creativity, less source energy, and less curiosity. And source energy is inherently curious. And curiosity comes with openness and a big, big energy field, okay, that can include and is wide enough to include all the varying and various interpretations of not only what has happened, but what is happening and also what is possible. Okay. So the reason we bring this up is that it is very soothing in so many ways as a human to feel a storyline or feel a narrative or an explanation of what happened or what is happening or what is about to happen. That is one thing. And it's, it's understandable, the human mind and the human energy system has a way of feeling overwhelmed, um, even when not that much is going on in the world. So the, the, the tendency for the, the mind and the human operating system to go, yes, that's the answer. And that's the only thing going on. Or that's the only thing that has gone on um, is it feels satisfied. It feels like, okay, I got it. I can now move on. And the human just keeps marching on from one oversimplified explanation to another. Let's take another nice deep breath here, please. We do enjoy giving very practical examples of this. And let's look at history, okay? Think of all the historical um, facts and figures and storylines of something that happened in a certain world war ending or a certain world war beginning. And the narrative tends to be that one thing happened, one thing started the war, or it may be just a handful of things started the war. When, when we look at it, when we as our expanded range of self look at any incidents of war, or international conflict, there are so many different factors that led to it actually becoming that heightened state and situation. It's the the oversimplification that it was this or it was that and then and then everything just 
was um, like a formulaic outcome of that one thing happening, it really doesn't give enough credit to the very dynamic and constantly varying and changing variables that are constantly going on in life. Okay? Oh, so some of you may be thinking, especially some of you that studied history or have a fancy degree on your wall that says history degree on it. Um, some of you may be thinking, but, but that is what happened, right? Yes, it's just that it certainly wasn't the only thing that happened. And something that happened as a result of something wasn't as a result of only that one thing. And that outcome was not predestined. It happened to happen. And it ended up making history. Humans have an overconfident way about them that is natural, that is understandable. But because, because humans enjoy feeling like they know what happened or what is happening or what is about to happen, there is a, um, a demand for storytellers. Stories can be fiction, stories can be nonfiction. But storytellers tend to have a way of describing a situation and explaining a course of events that is satisfying to the humans that want a satisfying story. And it wouldn't be satisfying to say, this happened, this happened, and this happened. And that was enough to make a war start. That's not a satisfying story, but that is more accurate. Okay, let's take another example from a very microscopic sort of view. Let's pick your fifth birthday party. What happened on your fifth birthday? Let us ask everyone that was involved in your fifth birthday party. Will they all agree? Will they all offer the same interpretation of what happened at your birthday party. And that would be a lot of stories, wouldn't it? Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. It was it was a five-year-old's birthday party. How many things could have happened? Hmm. A lot of things actually. And that number increases the more humans that are involved in it. That number increases the more complex and deep and expanded each individual that may have participated is. Your version of what happened at your fifth birthday party, or if there wasn't a party on your fifth birthday, is very, very different than anyone else's that was a part of it. Hmm. Unsatisfying, isn't it? Is your brain upset about this? Is your brain starting to freak out? Is your human operating system starting to feel uncertain, more doubtful? Is that troublesome? It doesn't have to be. Your operating system can function in a way that its well-being is not requiring a neat nice little narrative about what has gone on, about what is going on, and what will happen. When we notice storytellers offering 
their renditions of what is happening. And we observe that their rendition includes the idea that one thing is happening and that that one thing is happening to everybody. We notice they are operating from a very limited sense of source and a limited sense of source as it operates within humanity. It does make it messier and it does make this reality seem as chaotic as it is. Because one thing wasn't happening on your fifth birthday. One thing wasn't happening at the events of the (laughs) Gulf of Tonkin. (laughs) One thing wasn't happening when a war started. One thing wasn't happening when a war ended. One thing isn't happening in the midst of a global experience. One thing isn't happening in your household right now. One thing isn't happening at your work. One thing isn't happening as you, as your soulfulness. And one thing is not happening as your humanness right now. It is complex and complexity includes messiness. So the part of you that wants to tell a story, make it a good one. Make that story a good one that assists you in being the you that you like best. And a really good story allows everyone to be their best self. Yeah. The part of you that feels like it can't handle the complexity of more than one thing going on or, or more than one truth being possible. We just want to give that part of you a hug because it's really underestimating you and what you need to be an amazing version of you and what you need to be the most expanded, creative, source-like version of you. Because as source energy, we're never, we would never even ask the question, what happened in a way that we were expecting one answer that is true for everybody. As we peer in on space-time, our ponderings are more what's happening, knowing that that answer is endless. Can you feel at least a part of you that feels freed by that? If so, you may find your tastes and preferences changing because it's your reality is filled with a lot of storytellers and a lot of suppressive narratives. 
that are pretending that one thing is happening and that it's happening to everybody. Hmm. And every time Jill comes across a story like that, she goes, oh, huh, that's too bad. <laughs> that's too bad that, that they think one thing is happening. And she also feels compassion towards those that are satisfied by a message like that. Those that hear a message like that and don't even question its premise. The premise that one thing is happening. Because one thing is never happening. <laughs> it's never one thing. Just like a five-year-old's birthday. Whether there was a party or not. Hmm. Humans are designed in a way that is naturally multidimensional. That isn't based on what you've read or what you know. That isn't based on how high vibe you are or how conscious you are. That's based on design. An original design that allows for chaos and allows for uncertainty and allows for well-being and also allows for tremendous disappointment and pain and suffering. Just because it's offered and allowed doesn't mean it was intentional or required or the only thing going on. So will you do us a favor? The next video that you watch or the next message that you listen to, will you keep a mind on and a heart on if they're trying to tell a story where only one thing is happening or only one thing is possible? And will you just allow yourself to go, hmm, that's interesting. Do they think only one thing is happening? Or do they think I can only handle the idea that only one thing is happening? There's a lot of self-deception going on here too. We just know you better than that. We respect you enough to give you the biggest answers because source energy is so big and so vast and so capable of holding in its sense of self and sense of reality all the things that are going on. Will that story be satisfying to everybody? No. It won't even make a headline. Because what is a headline? A headline is telling you one thing that happened. And sometimes it can be portrayed or received in a way that that was the only thing that happened. You had a day yesterday. Did it make the headlines? Was it real? Sometimes you have to make your own headlines to make your own life the way that you want it to be, to be the you that you want to be, headline making or not. And if any of you climbed out of your bodysuit at that, you don't quite feel your humanness 
I invite you to wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers, put a smile on your face, or be as serious as you want to be. That's a choice too. Bye for now.